first thing I want to say is I love my family. Me and Pastor talked about this yesterday. I don't like the word church. I like family. God, you're so good. This theme this morning so far, I've already talked to Pastor and said, I got something I want to say here. It's I've said my thank you. I love my family and I want to say thank y'all. Thank y'all for the prayers and everything. But I got something I want to say. He dropped it in my heart and it's been going on. The last month and a half, I could have said, God, you're no good. God, where are you? God, what are you doing? What are you doing in my life? What are you doing to my wife? What are you doing? But I didn't. I've just let go and let God. Somebody here other than me needs to hear this today. And that's, you need to let go and let God. Because he is so good. He loves you with everything he has. He loved you to the point he sent his son to a cross to pay a debt you owe. He loves you that much. He loves you through every situation you're going through. He's going to love you all the way to the end. He loves you. He loves you. You think what you think is the perfect plan? Let me tell you this much. You don't know what you're talking about. I've been going through some stuff for the last month and a half. Me and Sister Vanessa has, and my daughter. And every time Rick tried to put his hand to it and think it would be the logical situation, take your logical and throw it out and let God. Because I've watched him in times going, and I'd be like, why is it taking so long? Why is this happening? Why? And he lines stuff up perfectly. I'm sorry, I gotta do it. Come here. I'll go get. This sister right here, you know, she works in the hospital. Miss Vanessa ended up on her floor. The first morning, I'm there, I'm going, I need to see Sister Jen. I need to see her. I arrive at the hospital at about 8 30. That's not when Sister Jen arrives. I'm get out of my vehicle. I don't know what I'm about to walk into with my wife. And I look up ahead of me. Sister Jen. I know that's her. Then I said, Sister Jen. And this woman of God turned around and looked at me. I said, I've been needing to see you. She said, I'm 45 minutes late. Don't tell me God don't lie. She got woke up and was being held light by another sister. I forget which one he told me because of a prayer thing. A prayer thing. 45 minutes late arriving, God answering my prayer because I needed to see her because I wanted her to start bathing my wife in prayer and to come see her and lines it up perfectly. Tell me what God would do that, the God that loves you. Tell me what person would plan that. No one. She was 45 minutes. Let me, one thing I want to let you know. God will use you. That's right. She used this sister. She used, not just that morning, she used her for two weeks. And used her since. 
She could testify to this. I wanted, I didn't just want her to point to Miss Jen. I wanted to bring her up. And guess what? She was just willing. Yeah. Yeah. She, it don't take much to be a servant. But to also delay. Uh, that morning, she was probably like, oh, goodness, I'm 45 minutes late. But God aligned something in your life that, guess what, is a blessing to her and is a blessing to me. And it's been a blessing. Understand your plan is excuse the word jacked up let go and let him you might not see the perfection in it till it's already over this is just one thing I've shared with pastor almost every one of them and in a month and a half to watch what's happened many of y'all don't know where she is she's a good ways away from here in almost North Alabama at a facility that God's working perfectly in. Not where I wanted her. No, I thought she belonged over here in Prattville. Now she's almost two hours away. And she's being touched. What I'm trying to say is he, God is so good. God loves you. God loves you enough to use you as a vessel. God loves you enough to listen and to hear you. But the biggest thing is this, and you'll testify it's just let him do it. Be willing. Be willing to take your plans, crumple them up, throw them in the garbage can, and let God do it. I'm the only reason I'm sharing this this morning. I was just happy back there and, and he checked me and I told pastor I wanted to share this. Somebody in here, I don't know what you're going through. I'm not a prophet. I don't see things, but I just know this much. Probably a majority of us in here are going through something today. And you have your logical plan for it. Let it go and let God. Whatever this logical plan of yours is, let go and let God. And then you're going to turn around and go, I've never done it that way. But it, it's perfect. Amen. It's perfect. It's been perfect so far for Sister Vanessa and I. And it's going to continue to be. I tried to buck him last Sunday. I tried to say, no, go away. And I say, how I'm going to do it. That ain't how I'm going to allow you to do it. And he checked my spirit. And ever since then, he's showed me how good he is. So whatever you got this morning, because he's a good God, you lay it down. You let go. It may be you're fixing to be used as a vessel, or he may be fixing to answer your prayer. It may seem the round the corner, totally out of the way way. But I, what I want you to do is I want you to lay it down and let him and watch God do what he wants to do in your life. Amen. Amen. Ryan, take us back into it. Get us in his presence.
church together, just our voices. See you working. 
And we're, we're taking our shoes off and we're walking in a path and pastures ahead of us. And as we walk, there's these glistening stones. Lord, you praise you, Jesus. And these glistening stones we're picking up. And they're white as snow. As in Revelation, I believe it's 3.15, it tells us of the white stones. The stone of acceptance. You see, we are walking into his kingdom. We're headed that way. And he's shown us a small token of his love as we pick up those beautiful stones. I know I get up here a lot, but... There's not a moment I feel like God's not speaking to me or showing me something. And sometimes I just have to say it. I try to sit down. But I know God has to tell us these things because he, he loves us so much. His love for this church is beyond what you know. And I praise him. I told him, I'll open my mouth when you say, and I'll shut my mouth when you say. And I thank the Lord that I've been accepted to be able to speak here. Thank you, Lord Jesus, in the name of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.
when you've lost all hope, when despair is all you see, just close your eyes and start to breathe in.
Hearts change, minds change. The Bible says repent. Change the way you think. You hear a lot of people say, well, turn and go the other way. Now, you can turn and go the other way, but if you don't change the way you think, it's not going to matter. That's right. He says, change the way you think. Change the way you think about a service and what this is supposed to look like, what your personal life is supposed to look like with Him. Start shifting stuff in your life. speak to what Miss Judith was saying. Yes. And she was speaking out of Revelation 2. It says to everyone who is victorious, I will let him feast on hidden manna and give him a shining white stone and written upon the white stone is inscribed his new name, known only to the one who receives it. And I'm going to give you some commentary on that. Hmm. This actually, and I've, I've taught on this before, but it just popped in my head when she said that. In the first century AD, the white stone became an engagement stone. later took on the form of an engagement ring with the white stone being represented as a diamond. A bridegroom would give his bride a white stone with a special name engraved upon it. A pet name of endearment as lovers for life. Such names could be embarrassing and thus were kept secret and used only between themselves. Only one person in the world could call a woman by that special name. And that would be her husband, her beloved. And he says, I gave you a white stone with a name on it. Because you are my bride. You are my bride. And I'm your bridegroom. And I love you that much. That man, we got a special name. And when I call out to you, you hear it, you know it, and you know it's me. And it's because you're beloved. Because he loves you that much. It's an engagement forever. You can't give it back. Come on. Oh, man. He just loves us that much.
to share something. I'm just being obedient. Keep it going, though. <laughs> so, this thing about the stones. So, I had an encounter with the Lord, and it just completely wrecked my life, and everything I knew flipped upside down in 2014. And He, you know, he gave me a brand new name in that encounter. All right, and that's something that's personal between me and him and people very close to me. But when that happened, I did not know why. But after that, I noticed that I found white golf balls all the time. Everywhere I went, I'd find them. And I started collecting them. I'm like, why am I? And I knew it had something to do with me and him. And I had all kinds of theories. But now I know. Wow. Jesus! Thank you, Father. That's it. That's it. Come on. Oh, that's good. This is so good. It's so good. I got to hold back because I was really just going to go on with the white golf ball thing, but it probably wasn't going to go where I wanted it to. Man. Come on, who's thankful this morning? Come on. Yeah. That's it. Who's thankful this morning? You know, we talked about worship. Last week, I shared on worship and what that is. And then this last week, just, man, from Friday night to now, just hearts are all in. And I'm telling you, it is, it's moving. And, and you know, and I'm going to mess with you. I'm gonna, we're going to take people off the stage. We're going to do everything I can so that you understand when you walk in this place, it's not about anything else but him. I mean, that's it. It's not about anything else but him. And you got to start setting your heart straight. So so that when you know you get here, that you're geared into that. And you're like, I just want him. And then you get to come in and you get to release that. You get to sit in this. You get to just get saturated by who he is. Mm. But you got to prepare for that. And we've been doing this four years. I don't think I got out of here early yet. (laughs) So by now, you should already know your calendar schedule. But, man, it's just so good. Because this is where things happen, y'all. And I love you. Man, I love your hearts. And we're going to continue to grow. This, this is the beginning. Like, like, we're just starting to see the river flow. Yes. I mean, you're just starting to see the, the life that comes out of the river that's flowing. Yes. It's only going to produce good things. And you just got to be able to put everything else behind you. Like I said last week, everything else behind you, everything you thought you learned, everything you thought that was the right way to do stuff, everything that looked normal to people, you put that behind you and just focus on him. And this is what we get. Come on. So before we uh, transition... um, I'm not going to forget this week, but we have some beautiful young children that we want to pray off. 
Um, so they made some changes if you didn't know this, but, but we've really tried to capture it. So when you come in, your kids get to come in and they get signed in, but they sit with you for worship. You know, when I was taught, when, when I was being taught how to build a church, that that's bad because that's going to distract people and, and they just want to drop their kids off. But I want you to start thinking about the fact that God blessed you with those children. And he says, you're going to teach them how to worship. Amen. It's not our job to teach them how to worship. It's your job as a parent to teach them how to worship. So when they're sitting next to you, they're watching you worship. They're watching you do that. That's huge, y'all. That's huge. And then on a break like this, we get to, you know, they get to go back and do their own thing. And they get to get taught and all that. But man, I want them to see you worship. I want them to see your heart. And that starts cultivating not only here, but in your home and in the car rides and all that stuff. Man, it just bleeds on them. It saturates them. Starts with you, though. Amen. Starts with you. Like I said, distractions are only what you let get in your mind that take you away from your focus on him. You choose what they are. But these, these little ones, they're gifts. And we're going to honor them. So I'm just going to pray. They don't have to come up here. We're just going to pray over them, and then we're going to release them to Miss Dana in the back, and she's going to take them and, and love on them some more. So, Father, we thank you for these children. We thank you for them, and I thank you for their parents, Father. I thank you that, that they just want them surrounded by love, your love, and, Father, I thank you for that. So, Lord, we just pray right now that you give them wisdom and knowledge and love on them like they've never been loved before. Father, continue to move in their lives. Hmm. Start developing these things that you want to do in them right now at an early age. Come on. Father, just touch them and bless them. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. So while we sit here, y'all, and we're, we're transitioning out, we're probably going to have about 10 minutes. Um, we're going to receive offerings. So I just want to, we'll have baskets up here. Uh, I want to pray over that real quick and. You know, just say a few things. We were, I love this family. I love this family. And um, last week was a powerful, powerful week. And we were, you know, we received actually multiple offerings last, last week. We, we received an offering for Brother Rick and Vanessa, um, which was, from what he said, on point and on target. But it was, you guys blessed them. You blessed them as a family. And it's powerful and it's wonderful. 